Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Welcome back to the Moms Who Money podcast. It's so fun to be here with you every single week. And if you're new here, welcome. And if you're looking for a safe space to learn about money and really how to make it easy, you've come to the right place. And if you're a regular, welcome back. I'm truly so grateful for you because if it weren't for you, I wouldn't be here. And if you've been loving the show, the content that I provide, and of course, if you love me, would you please help? The only way that this show will find its way to other women just like you is if you rate, review, and share. And if you're listening on Apple iTunes or Spotify, you can rate the show five stars, which literally takes one second, and you can do that quickly right now. And if you're listening on Apple iTunes, you really have the unique ability to write a review as well, which literally will take 30 seconds of your time. You can just quickly pause the show, go write your review, and come on back for today's topic which you are gonna love. And please also remember to take a screenshot of today's episode and share it to your stories. And always remember to tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving and also give you a shout out. Money is one of those taboo topics that your friends and family really aren't talking about. You know, you don't go out for drinks with your friends and, you know, talk about your money problems. You know, no one's really doing that. So, With you simply just sharing the show and spreading the word about Moms Who Money and Money School for Moms, a simple share can change someone's life. So share the show, take a screenshot, send it to someone that you love, and the ripple effect that you will have just from that one act of kindness is insane. I mean, you don't even know the ripple effect that's something that you, one little thing that you do can have on someone. And then what can happen to the people that they know? It's really incredible when you really think about it. Today, we're going to focus on kids because it is so important. My son is graduating fifth grade on Wednesday, and I'm kind of freaking out because he's going into middle school. Everything is going to change. Everything is going to (laughs) change. And I'm excited and I'm really nervous as well. And if you're going through something similar, if your kid's going through a transition, you know, maybe they're going from kindergarten to first grade. That's a huge transition, right? Elementary to middle school, middle school to college. I mean, middle school to going from middle school to high school and then high school to college and, you know, graduating college, like all the things. Like I'm looking on Facebook and all of my friends have kids in various stages of life right now. And I'm just seeing all these celebrations of these families that are celebrating all these different times in their lives. And all I think about when I look at that is, are these kids learning about money? Do they have a financial education? How are they going to go out into the world knowing what little they know about money? And I always think about my first experience in college and the mess that I made for myself with credit card debt and all the other things throughout college, not knowing what I was doing and just following everybody else and just spending, spending, spending. And 
you as a parent or you as a grandparent or you as an aunt, you know, whatever it is, if you've got kids in your life or even if you've got close friends with kids, you can make a really big impact on these kids' lives. Doesn't matter how old they are. Obviously, the younger they are, the better, but you got to get them when you can get them. So as a parent, I want to raise my son to be financially savvy, right? For his sake, as well as my own. And not only do I, as a mom, want my son to be prepared, but I'm sure you want your kids to be prepared, right? And also have the knowledge, the skills, the confidence to become financially literate and responsible. And I really believe that the pandemic was not only a wake-up call for us to really finally realize what's important to us, but it was a slap in the face for many of us that are not financially prepared or savvy. So investing in your kid's financial education is so important at an early age. So they've got that strong foundation and just understanding how money works, first of all. And then what's really important is learning, having them learn how to live with an abundance mindset instead of living in fear and lack. And the earlier that you can start teaching your kids about money, the better. If you haven't heard the episode about the money story, I think it's episode two or three. I think it's three. And go back and listen because your money story is what shapes you from the time from when you're zero to seven years old. So how your kids feel about money is formed in their minds from you the people in their lives and their environment. And there can be such consequences from not teaching your kids about money because they're living your money story, wherever your money story came from. Your money story came from your parents. And if you're married, from your spouse's parents, right? So your spouse and you have these two combined money stories together that are clashing that have now formed your kid's money story. And so they could be living in this fear and lack and just scarcity mindset of money where they hear money doesn't grow on trees. People that have money are evil and greedy. And all of these things that people say that really aren't true. (laughs) Yes, obviously money doesn't grow on trees, but you know what I'm saying right? Because when you're living in a lack mindset and a scarcity mindset, you'll never let yourself create wealth. When you lack those basic life skills that really leads to those financial struggles, as your kids get older, they'll make really expensive financial mistakes, really expensive. And that way, they're going to form all these bad habits, like obviously overspending and They'll spend way more than they make. They'll get a credit card and they'll just start charging, right? And then this is the habit that's really a challenge to break as they get older, right? So starting now with really good habits early are going to serve them for the rest of their lives. And then it'll also help them not have money stress or anxiety like most adults have now. And so really you can eliminate all of these things by just teaching them now when they're little or younger, even if they're a teenager, just letting them know now before they could make those really expensive mistakes. Because the biggest source of stress more than health or relationships or work is money. And as you know, stress can create physical health issues. And then obviously it leads to mental health issues, anxiety, depression. And then when you get married, if you have a really bad money story and so does your spouse and you fight about money and all, it could lead to divorce. 
You know, all these different things can happen where you can just nip it in the bud now. And then if you don't teach your kids about money, it can totally come back to haunt you. Because if you think about it, are you able to afford to financially support your kids when they become adults, right? So when they graduate college, do you want them to come back home or do you want them to be able to fly, right? Our jobs as moms, right? If you think about like mama birds, they teach their babies to fly at a really young age, right? They're like, fly, baby bird, fly. And, you know, they fall a few times, but they learn how to fly, right? It's the same thing with us as moms and as parents. We need to teach our kids how to fly. So when they graduate college, they're going to college to prepare themselves for their own future. But if they don't know what to do with their money, they're coming back home. And then if you think about it, when you get older, if you're not prepared, will they be able to help you when you're older? Because if they don't know what they're doing and they're just going to end up in mounds and mounds of debt, and if you're not prepared for your own future, what's going to happen then? I'm going to give you some strategies today just to help you raising money smart kids. So the first thing, obviously, you can do is just lead by example. Be a good financial role model. You know, they're maybe not listening to everything that you say, but they're definitely paying attention to your actions. And as you know, actions speak louder than words. Kids are aware of the good and the bad habits in your house, including money. And as a parent, you really need to have your own financial house in order to be able to be a good financial role model. And if you're diligent with your own finances, your kids are going to notice. And then you need to know where you stand financially and just really being aware of your own cash flow. That's what I call understanding how much it costs to be you. So all that is, is just you need to understand where you currently are and where you want to go in the future. And by doing that, all you need to do is track and calculate your net worth. And that gives you your answer. Are you negative? Are you a positive? Where are you? Where do you stand now? And then understanding what you're actually spending versus what you think you're spending, because numbers don't lie. And your banking apps can help you track your spending, or you can just use a spreadsheet if, you, if you're if you a spreadsheet person. But once you know how to do this for yourself, it's so easy to show your kids how to track their own money. And especially if they're not making very much, it's so easy for them to track it. And then living within your means. And simply what that means is don't spend more than you make. I mean, it really is that simple. But because everyone's living on their credit cards these days, everyone's overspending and you're living outside of your means. You're spending more than you make. So how can you catch up, right? Living beyond your means is not sustainable. So when you're helping your kids adopt to these habits at a really early age and just spending less than you bring in, teaching your kids to live on less than they earn so they don't bring on debt. It's really too easy to spend these days. You know, I talk about keeping up with the Joneses and it's so easy to do because social media, social media is the problem. It really is such a problem and it's getting worse every day. It brings us immediately into everyone's world and we can see what everyone has and doesn't have and it can trigger all those feelings like envy or FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. And all of these things can make you overspend. Whenever you're spending, you get that dopamine hit, kind of like when you when you eat something yummy, right? Like pizza or ice cream, you get that dopamine hit in your brain or those chips. You can't have just one. And it's very similar to shopping, right? And the, also the social commerce, right? And all those in-app purchases. You can easily make purchases while scrolling through your social media feeds without even thinking about it first. And then you just continue scrolling. So you'll be scroll, 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 and you'll see an ad for something that you were thinking about. 
You didn't even say it out loud. You were thinking about it and your phone knew. (laughs) And there's the ad. You're like, oh, I was just thinking about that. I'm going to buy that right now, right? But your kids have that same thing going on with them because the kids' games apps and other things that they're using are also attached to your account, right? Your Apple or your Android account. And while they're playing their games, they can purchase more lives, weapons, characters, whatever, in a game without even realizing that they're spending real money. They have no clue they're spending your money. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, at the end of the month, when you get your phone bill, you're like, what the hell? (laughs) And it's just because money's become so intangible using credit and debit cards and everything, you know, add to cart, all these things. It's just too easy to overspend. And there's just too much credit available. And then when your kids go away to college, they get bombarded with those offers, the the free t-shirts and the swag, the frisbees and whatever to, you know, they open a credit card and then in return, they get the swag. And then your kids start acquiring all this unwanted debt. And it's just the perfect storm to overspending and just not paying attention to their spending. It's just too easy to overspend. So really giving them that knowledge now and empowering them to show them how to spend smartly is key. And knowing the difference between your needs and wants. And this is important for you and for them because media and advertising and all the things out there are designed to convince us that our wants are our needs right? Are the media and the advertising and the marketing and everything that's out there is designed to convince us that our wants are our needs. Do you need me to say that again? Because (laughs) that's what's going on. Everyone says, I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. Right. But when you see the ad, I see ads all the time. The ad actually says you need this. And your kids are seeing that too. And all the ads they see they need it, but they don't, you know, and then they they see other kids at school or wherever, you know, my friend has that, I want that too. But it's not a need. It's just a thing, you know, so really making them understand that if they really want something, they can save for it for themselves and they can spend the time saving for it. And you're not going to just go out and buy it for them. Our society has become too materialistic. We need that instant gratification, like for everything that we do. Like the microwave, fast food, Amazon Prime, grocery delivery, all these things, right? You can order something and have it overnighted. You can order something and have it by at your door in two hours, groceries, whatever, you know? You, you know, food delivery, whatever. Instant gratification. You don't even need to leave your house anymore. Everything just comes to you with the click of a button. You just add it to cart and bam, it's at your door. So really teaching your kids that they can save their own money for something that they that they want and, and or what they need, right? They can spend their money on it. And I do that with my own son. He knows I don't have to ask mommy for something. I'm going to save for it myself. And he knows that. He never says, hey, mommy, can I have that? He knows he's going to spend his own money. And so every time we go shopping, he takes his wallet with him. And if he wants something and if he's got the cash, he'll buy it. And sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he looks at the price and he really thinks, you know, do I really want this bad enough? You know, is this too much? Like, do I really want to spend this money on this one thing? Because of that, he's making smart decisions. And then, you know, obviously teachable moments. You could make money a normal part of every single day of your life. You just weave it into conversation. Talking about money with your kids 
should be as normal as about talking about the weather or what you're going to have for dinner. It's just another part of your conversation throughout the day. And instead of avoiding money conversations, right? Because conversations are going to pop up all the time. Or you can even create your own. You can share your paycheck. You can print your paycheck out, the paycheck stub, and put it down in front of your kids and be like, look, these are taxes. This is what I pay for insurance. This is my 401k. This is my gross pay versus my net pay. These are deductions, right? You can show them these things. They need to know anyway for when they start their own jobs. They're going to need to know how to read their paycheck. There's so many people out there that have no idea how to read their own paycheck. There's a lot of people that have never even looked at their paychecks up. They just get their money and move on with their lives. And then another great teachable moment is taking them grocery shopping. You can comparison shop. You can have your kids use a calculator to make sure you stay within your budget. The ATM. You can explain how they work. These are not magic money machines. That money just comes out. (laughs) So many kids don't understand where the money came from. Why is the money in there? It's not just an endless supply of money where you stick your card in, punch in some numbers, and the magic money comes out. Let them understand where does the money come from? And then discussing Apple Pay, Google Pay, in-store apps like Starbucks where you can order ahead and pay ahead and you know all these different things. There's so many different ways about how money is used, like debit cards, credit cards, even buy now, pay later apps where you can buy it now and then spread it out into different payments, not using a credit card by using an app. And then you pay interest to these people. <laughs> and sometimes you do that so much that you don't even know how much you've done it. You can do that way too many times. And letting them be aware that this is a thing when you're buying things online, sometimes those buy now, pay later apps just pop up as a payment option. And they might choose that and they'll get lost with their own money. And that just leads to a complete disaster. And then of course, if your kids are young and they're not working yet, allowance. Allowance is the perfect financial teaching tool because they get to experience managing their own money. They get to make mistakes when the stakes are low and then learn from those mistakes instead of making those expensive mistakes later on when they have no idea what they're doing, make the expensive mistake and then try to figure out what went wrong. So if they're learning now how to make those mistakes, then as time goes on, they're going to be more financially savvy and learn how to make smart decisions. And then obviously you can teach them how to save, how to invest, how to give, and how to spend smartly. And then you can give them jobs to do in addition to chores. You can give them chores or jobs or both. It's really up to you and your kids and the way that you live your life. And then how much allowance to give really just depends on your situation. And then obviously don't deprive them of the hands-on experience because that's how you learn. You learn from hands-on experience, from doing and making mistakes. That's how humans learn. We learn by making mistakes and our society tells us that it's not okay to make a mistake, but that's how we learn. If you think about it, every time you make a mistake, you say to yourself, I'm never going to do that again, right? (laughs) So we learn from mistakes. That's just how it is. Thomas Edison, it took him 10,000 tries to make the light bulb work. He made plenty of mistakes learning, right? We fail forward. Always remember, we fail forward. It's so important to think that. So if you're not incorporating all of these things into your own life, how do you think you're going to incorporate them into your kids' lives, right? So do you feel like this is hard for you? 
Because if you do feel like it's hard, then money school for moms is definitely for you because you're going to learn all of this and then some. And then obviously, we definitely tackle how to teach your kids. There was a study done by CNBC in 2022 that said that the majority of parents, which is 83%, say that parents are responsible for teaching their children finances. And then 31% say that they never talk to their their children about household finances. And then two-thirds feel that they weren't successful. And then more than half didn't know what information they needed. So this is confusing. This whole study is confusing. (laughs) These numbers just don't even make sense. And it's just funny because we don't learn about money in school. Your kids aren't learning about money in school. Most people out there are confused. No one knows what they're doing and everyone's embarrassed to talk about it. So Make a commitment to your own ongoing personal finance education and your own learning, and then commit to it. Commit to yourself, and then commit to teaching your kids. So make sure that you go to Moms Who Money and check out Money School for Moms and see if Money School for Moms is right for you, because Money School for Moms is going to teach you everything that you need to know about money, everything you didn't know you needed to know about money. And it cuts out all the fluff. It just makes it easy. It breaks everything down for you in little steps. So you're not overwhelmed and you learn a little bit at a time. And then all of a sudden, you will have the most incredible financial education. And then all of a sudden, you're going to want to stand on mountaintops going, I want to show you all about money (laughs) because it's so easy and everyone makes it way too hard. If you found value today and anything resonated with you, please share this episode. Take a screenshot, share it with your friends, put it on your socials, tag me in your stories at Eileen Joy Money Coach. Go to my website, momswhomoney.com. Go check out my offerings. I can help you. I can help your friends. I can help you help your kids. I can help you help your kids' friends. (laughs) It's just amazing how easy money really is. And all we need to do is just stop making it so hard because it's not. And it's fun. Thank yourself for being here today. I am grateful for you being here today. Thank yourself for taking the time for yourself today, because investing in yourself is your own best investment. So thank you so much, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.